0: Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And And this is Stay on on Target.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the, I don't even know how to say it, the recently revealed things in WandaVision.
0: So there's been, there was one epic thing that happened in what was it, episode five now at this uh, point? Yes. Yes? Question mark. Um, and uh, so that one epic thing has like potential ripples throughout all of the MCU. And beyond. And beyond the MCU. Spoiler and so alert. So if that literally doesn't entice you to go watch WandaVision. I mean, again, the episodes aren't that long. And it, like, the
1: last, like, episode four and five, they got really MCU heavy, which is great. And you're never going to believe when Superman shows up.
0: (laughs) When literally Superman bursts through, he's fighting Doomsday. It's this whole thing.
1: The rock from Jumunji showed up. And it got real crazy.
0: That's right. And the Kool-Aid man also burst through a different wall, you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm, There's mm -hmm. only three
1: walls in that house, you know? Because the
0: the studio audience
1: is the other wall. Fred Claus. Vince Vaughn is Fred Claus from Fred Claus shows up as well. (laughs) It's even weirder then.
0: I think it's like, that's super strange. Then
1: Tim Allen shows up as Santa. And you're like, what's going on?
0: And you're like, this is the this is the, now the Santa expanded universe. You
1: yes, know, <laughs> yes, the Santa verse. Yeah, like the, the classic
0: claymation Santa shows up. Santa-verse, oh man, you know style.
1: Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> no, none of that. None of that happens. Uh, but we will talk about what actually did happen. Yeah. Uh, if yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's funny is,
0: aside from the licensing problems, like, with, with WandaVision, any of that could pops possibly have happened. You know,
1: just aside from yeah, the licensing well, problems. Let's, let's, let's take a pause there for a second. Has there been... Okay. Okay, I actually have an answer to this. Has there been a successful movie, TV show that just involves a bunch of crossover characters?
0: Ooh. I feel like you have one in mind. I have the
1: only one that I think was successful.
0: Aside from like, so are you talking like movie? Because I feel like there's movies that have had like similar.
1: I think so. Like Mm. you know, like you think about, um, for example, uh, oh, I can't think of the name. Ready Player One.
0: Yeah, Eh, yeah. It was you know. Yeah, it was. Whatever. I'm thinking Alien versus Predator. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Which is like like, still not okay. Whatever. It's okay, you know.
1: You've also got like uh, you know you've got like teenage mutant ninja turtles and batman which was it was fun but you know it's just like you lose the vibe of both of them honestly Mm. whenever you smash things together Mm. like that Mm. and it doesn't feel like either franchise that you love it's like this weird middle ground amalgamation of the two and it's just bad (laughs) that's a solid point because like in the MCU specifically we smash together a lot of
0: things but. So many times they have like a, a a central kind of tone about them. Yeah. Well, it's a um, Captain
1: America, and it's like, well, this is a Captain America movie. Even right. Even though I largely don't like those, but that's fine. The one – Maybe, that's, maybe like, that's why I don't like them. The one stand – oh,
0: definitely. That's definitely why you don't like them because like they're neither spy movie nor are they like superhero movie. They are like trying to be both or it's like this is no well, – it's like it's no uh, not a World War II movie or a superhero movie. It's trying mm-hmm. to be both.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree with that.
0: And so, like that's the. Th- I feel like that is. Uh, you have you have issues whenever that happens. Um, I do. The the one time I will say that this is, like th- Thor Ragnarok stands out in my mind as like this like. It's completely different than some of the other Thors, while still being true to the character. But it like takes it tonally into like this weird zone of crossover, and well, like that. It, it's just such a such a unique standout movie. Then that's what I love about it. Um, yeah, and, and largely
1: know. I like the Avengers movies. Um, I, like you know, I sure. think those those have their own because again, Avengers as a as an entity has a has a has a. Um, identity. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, the MCU. It's, it's the MCU. Know?
1: It's like the Justice League. You know, so like, yeah. the, I, I feel like that kind of stuff, you know, like as bad as Justice League was, it's still <laughs> like the Justice League still felt like the Justice League. You know, did it though? Well, I mean, not I the, movie, know, the movie. The movie was terrible. The characters, I think, you know, like the movie they was they, bad. Yeah. Anyway, let's, that's a bad example. Okay, <laughs> the, the time I think it, that it actually was done right. So I'm, I'm more thinking of like cross franchises where it's like okay. completely so separate not, companies.
0: Yeah, 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 like if it was like a DC to to Marvel type situation.
1: Yeah, or like you know, I can't even remember what kind of cartoon crossovers were there back in the day. Was there like any like <laughs> Magic School Bus, Mighty Max crossovers or there anything? Was
0: the, there was. I was. I mean, we discussed it. I guess like you know, back whenever we did like one of our. I think it's like only like three movie reviews ago, but it was it was Scoob. Like, where, like, oh, the, that, the, that was awful. That was awful. The Hanna Bar- but the Hanna-Barbera, like, yeah. they crossed over with a lot of the Hanna-Barbera things back in the day, and,
1: like, they were okay, you know? Would we call, like, Tailspin or any of that stuff? Like, is that technically any a crossover? I mean, maybe? I think it's a spin-off. Okay. Spin-offs? Chris, yeah. Yeah, because I think it's a different thing. Spin-offs. Like, Darkwing Duck is a Darkwing spin-off Duck. of,
0: of uh, Duck, Duck, Duck Tales. tales. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Chris, okay. I've got it. The, what? I've got it. And maybe it's the same one that you've got. Yeah, but it's the Lego Movie.
1: Yes, hundred percent. That's it. That is the one movie or or media, like anything, in in, across all media that has actually pulled it off in a way that is successful and makes sense and is fun.
0: I've got another one for you, Chris. Okay, Wreck It Ralph.
1: Yeah, I mean, yes, the first one. Yes. It was it's good, uh, but like what other franchises are technically in there?
0: Well, I mean, as the main players in the story, I don't know, but like they end up like in the burger time bar and he's like talking to the bartender and they, you know, with Sonic is in there and that's like he's, in, he's at the uh, Villains Anonymous or whatever.
1: I, mean, I would say that that's the worst part about that movie, though.
0: I mean, it maybe. doesn't add
1: anything to it. I mean, like a movie, it, it, like it adds yeah. to it.
0: Because literally Batman is, is a character.
1: It's yeah, like exactly. He's, he's a main plot but he, point. And, he, and he's Batman, you know, like yeah. you're like, but that's the point is like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: well, that's he's, why it works. he's Will Arnett or, or uh, well, whatever's yeah, name he's is He's a as, version of Batman, Batman, but you know what I
1: mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> he's like, it's like so he's so a good. a caricature of Batman.
0: Right, right. They, they lean he's into like, the
1: Batman-ness.
0: He's like what a kid thinks Batman is, which is why that yeah. is perfect, yes. you know?
1: Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the movie. That's the only one that I can think of ever.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you know, again, like they talked about like Avengers Endgame as the most like the most ambitious crossover event of all time, but it's like you're right that it's like that's all in one universe, that's all like, you know, one technically property
1: yeah. in my mind.
0: Um, you it know. even
1: further cements the Lego movie as a, one of the greatest movies of all time.
0: Correct. Correct, cuz I feel like that is probably the most ambitious crossover of all oh, time.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> For sure. Oh man, <laughs> uh, uh, dude! Cool. You remember Ninjago?
0: Remember that movie? Oh
1: yeah, that was awful.
0: I mean, I, I actually Not like. There, there was it was funny. Like there was a because what was that? What was the character's name? Uh,
1: was uh, was Laloid. I couldn't tell you, dude. Lloyd, Lloyd, dude. <laughs> okay, so many. Okay, I'm just so I'm that. just gonna tell you. I can't wait until we freaking have movies again, so we can watch garbage like that dude, and literally I'm... have whole podcasts about. Someone, a character named Laloid.
0: And like, and, and laughing so hard at oh it in the gosh. theater and being the only people that, <laughs> that are laughing dumbest. so hard at it. Oh my I God, love it, dude. so stupid. He's, he's like, I named you. That's what I named you. Laloid. <laughs> Laloid.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Two <laughs> L's and they're I not silent. all about that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so
0: funny. I
1: will say, though, um, I, 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 I'm trying to think, and you were there for all of them. Lego Movie One. Uh, did we review the Lego Movie Two in um, the second part in the in the theaters? I don't think we did. Every other Lego Movie, Batman Lego Batman, Lego Ninjago. I'm sure there's something else. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I no, fell I asleep in has. in the middle of.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. And I'm not a person oh, who falls dude. asleep in movies, John. No, dude. That's there's a me. whole
0: there's a whole middle section of uh, of of Lego Batman that was uh, that was real slow, and it was like yeah. literally they just kept doing the same thing over and I, over. again. like, yeah, I, I it was funny don't the know. first time.
1: It was great the first time. I own it, and I've watched it since then. And I think I may have fallen asleep in the middle of it then.
0: <laughs> it's just it's just that movie. I mean, there maybe is if you a have trouble falling asleep a section in the
1: middle, or I'm just like, I think there's something missing here, and yeah. it's either because I fell asleep. <laughs> or because it just doesn't make sense.
0: Well, so they do, the, they, they literally have the same like uh, turns like three times. Like I go in a cycle where it's like, it's, it all happens to them like three times. So it's like maybe, maybe one of them makes the most sense. Um, and then uh, Ninjago, I don't even remember what that mo- other than the Lloyd thing and how visually stunning it was. I don't rem- remember anything else about that movie really. Um, and then Lego movie two, dude, I
1: barely remember anything about that too. I, like the second part, I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I don't know either. But. Um. So uh, I don't. How did we get on this? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, John, um, before we get to the, what are we talking about? one Wanda, like Wandavision. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Dude, that's right. I'm just like blanking on everything. <laughs> what have you up to this week?
0: Oh, man. um, uh, uh, Much the same. Like, I uh, I haven't done much that's new other than just, like, chipping away at these other games that I've been playing. Other than I have actually started reading the Apex Legends lore book that I got, which is fascinating. Like, it's not, like, a, a pure, like, graphic novel. It's got some, like, graphic novel, like, parts in it. Um, but a lot, like, some of it is, like, literally, it's like, oh, this character, like, references this one thing, and here's a, uh, a screenshot of a document that, like, talks about the history of a specific location. So like, it truly is like a lore book and it's, and, and I, as I'm reading through it, I'm like, man, this is all, all awesome. It's like compelling to read. I'm like continuing to read it without it being like boring or anything. Um, so it's like a really good presentation. It makes me think about other video games and other like big sprawling universes where there's like tons of like backstory information. Cause the backstory information of apex legends goes into like Titanfall one and Titanfall two and things that I'd forgotten that had happened back in, uh, in Titanfall one and Titanfall two. And uh, maybe didn't even know at the time, but the, it makes me think about like destiny where I'm like, man, I wish that there was like a, a interesting lore Location. I know they have, like, the lore books, which is basically the grimoire cards, but in, like, book form um, for Destiny. But, like, that's so dry sometimes. Like, I just – and you have to have people, like, uh, you know, on YouTube or whatever unpack the lore for, of Destiny for you. But, I like, I wish that some video games would have, like, more things like this where it's like, man, this is a fun read. But it's, like, getting me super uh, informed about the universe of Apex Legends, which is it's fascinating.
1: That's awesome. What have you been up to this week, Chris? Um, so uh, not a, not a lot. I think like the main thing is we finished um, the undoing on HBO Max. Nice.
0: Was did you like the 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 finish of it?
1: Yes, it's phenomenal. If you like okay m- murder mystery things, watch mm-hmm. this. So like
0: so, this is something um, we talked about HBO Max last time. You've yeah. been diving heavily. I think yeah. the last like three or four weeks, we've talked about something you're checking out on HBO Max. Definitely, so you're digging the HBO Max service more so than like the others, the Netflix or than you know, the other no, things.
1: No, well, I mean we're watching things on Netflix too. Like um, we finished, we watch The Queen's Gambit. We're just, we, I just kind of hop around to the things I wanna, I wanna watch. Now I do fully realize that, um, I am now paying just as much, if not more, for oh, yeah. all these services. Than I did whenever I had cable or or direct, direct TV, but right. uh, the call out I will make with that is I'm watching more things that I want to watch, mm. so I think at least maybe the value is there. That's fascinating. Maybe. Like so, it's like a, a quality thing rather than quantity. Totally. So it's like you know, whereas before you know maybe you just switch around the channels, you watch well, and there, there are so I will say like the one thing that is frustrating me. I was going to vent for two seconds. Um, so, in the merge with Disney, Fox uh, sold their, um, couldn't sell their uh, sports channels, their regional sports networks to Disney because then it would become like a monopoly mm, uh, because Disney of ESPN. owns ESPN. Yeah. So ah. they sold them to a another buyer, a Sinclair broad, crack, Broadcast Group or something like that, who, who immediately decided to hike up, jack up prices on. Um, all the other, like, you know, uh, who, who anybody, YouTube TV, direct Comcast, yes. anybody. Uh, so to the point where like Hulu and YouTube TV and a few other streaming services dropped them. So I literally can't watch any local sports right now. Like,
0: Oh man,
1: because I have YouTube TV. So Bummer. I can't watch the predators play hockey and I can't watch the Grizzlies play basketball. And I don't. I have no no clue what's going to happen whenever baseball comes back because they yeah. own you know, like Fox Sports Midwest, where like the Cardinals are broadcast on.
0: So, but you can get the MLB thing and get like the non-local shows. But whenever they play anything that's in like the local right. network or whatever, can't, you can't just watch can't the can't Braves watch
1: or Reds. The, Man, and and I also have no idea what's going to happen because they're rebranding into the Bali Sports Network. I think it's how it's pronounced. Maybe Bali. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the um Bally ca- Casino chain bought the rights to name them and somehow sports betting is going to become like the like way they're going to monetize the regional sports networks. Oh that seems like, that I it seems
0: r- real not fun. All of it
1: seems super sketch to me. I'm almost like gosh freaking dang it. <laughs> uh, so you know no that's a uh, that's something burning up my craw right now, John. Um <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, beyond that, I started watching Ted Lasso on nice. Apple TV. Dude, Plus. that's another
0: one. You're talking about another streaming
1: thing. Well, so How I many got, are you on? I mean, all of them, John. i <laughs> the <laughs> uh, whenever we got our new phone, we just got new iPhones, and they come with that's a right. year free of Apple TV Plus. So I'm like, okay. I have not activated
0: cool. mine yet. I need to do it though, because like you have to do it within like 90 days. Yeah, 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 just so. do it,
1: dude. Like, there's no reason not to like to wait because you're gonna forget. And then it's you're true. gonna be like, oh man. It's, true.
0: Um, it's funny, like the uh, so as far as that, like those go, and then the Apple Arcade, you get three months or something like that. Um, but, yeah, I
1: need to check that out. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I, uh, actually, I'm gonna do that right now. I turn, uh, not not check it out, but I need to turn it on. I don't even know how to get mm, to it. Mm. Arcade
0: the, uh, but there's like, is you know, that's app? where they like they de- de- debuted the, I think so. They debuted the Shantae uh, Seven Sirens game on that and everything. I actually have my Xbox controller pairs really well with my phone and I have the little clip thing that, that you can clip the phone on top of the Xbox controller. So like, you know, for travel or whatever, it's like I could just bring the Xbox controller and be able to play some stuff on there. Um, very soon sometime, hopefully in the spring they were talking, uh, Xbox is gonna put their, uh, X Cloud or whatever that's streaming on to a
1: browsers Great. in
0: your iPhone. So you can actually access that through a browser. So that'll hopefully be uh, be something that'll be I How do I know what's
1: good on Apple t- Apple, uh, Apple Arcade?
0: <laughs> so I that's think there's good. like lots of articles where it's like, hey, here's the top 100 games. Uh, Generally, Clue Detective Who is is on there. I would say to dive into that, that's a really fun one to do. Um, the Shantae uh, and Seven Sirens game is really fun. There's another game that uh, is like an RPG that is by Forward, the developer of Shantae. Um, and that is on there as well, I believe, right now. Um, but yeah, uh, there's other things that are, have have recently like started hitting the switch where they've been ported over from Apple Arcade, and so I've been playing them a lot on like Switch and stuff
1: like you that. You should so. send me a list of those whenever you get a chance. This is my thing. with, do. with Apple anything, like iTunes Store, all the stuff. It's just like all of it just looks like hot garbage. Like
0: yeah, it's like. They, they throw everything at you, and yeah. the, the my initial response is, if you tell me, like, Oops. you can do anything, is to be like, I'm going to do nothing. Nothing, exactly. Um,
1: well, and like, so, I, I don't know, like, it's like these, these are most popular. Arcade mm. games for you, what does that mean? Must play games, <laughs> what does that mean? Recently updated, why do I care? Like, <laughs> like, oh gosh, anyway. Apple. We threw a
0: new hat color in this game, and now it's on the list, you know? It's exactly. like, oh, boy, Stupid.
1: sweet. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm up to, John.
0: Last thing I will say, I, I watched uh, something new. I just remembered you as you were talking about Ted Lasso, which you say, is it good? Is Ted Lasso good? Oh, I've yeah. heard good things. I've
1: watched the, yeah, I've watched the first episode and it's hilarious. It's great. It's Jason Sudeikis. Uh, and uh, I mean, the first episode is just kind of setting up. He's this foot, like ex-football coach that is brought in to coach a soccer team in the UK. And so football
0: in the in the UK, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, actual football, and <laughs> so, so it's American uh, football
0: coach coming over to coach a, a football team.
1: Yeah, it's really good so <laughs> far. It's it's hilarious. <laughs>
0: That's great. I
1: love it. There's all the like I don't. know, He's a very interesting character. He's like like kind of like an eternal optimist, but not in a like uh, naive way. Mm. And um, he's very self aware and aware of what's what's going on and aware of his own like he doesn't really understand the culture and he knows it, you know, kind of way. And so it's not like, it's not like a fish out of water kind of story, you know, like nice. where it's just like, they're like, you're constantly amb- just making ambivalent. fun of,
0: you know, making fun yeah. of this person, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. But, but he's, he is a fish out of water, but he knows he's a fish out of water. So it's, it's That's good. Cool. It's hilarious. That's really cool.
0: That's awesome. I, uh, I'll have to check it out whenever I do the free year worth of Apple TV or whatever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the thing that I was uh, going to say is I, I've, I've been watching the Animaniacs, uh, the new Animaniacs, the 2020 version mm-hmm. of Animaniacs on Hulu. Um, Which debuted, I think, in November? I don't know. Um November or December. I can't remember which which one. But it's it's fantastic, dude. There's new Pinky in the Brain. Every episode has a has like a nice, short that's pinky, awesome. like a, a, a 10, 15 minute Pinky in the Brain that's thing. Worth so it's watching. like You know, it's it's awesome. Um everybody's back, Original all the voice voices. cast is back. Yeah, it's it's all it's nice. all great, man. Um jokes are hilarious. Um there's you know, they they they, they uh talk about like they reference in it where they, they wrote this stuff and like they started the production on the show in like twenty eighteen, and that's so they're cool. like, We think that, you know that you know we think this will be funny in 2020 <laughs> and so like they kind of like laugh at themselves in that way as well which is really funny just the the lead time on that that those jokes in the show and it, again it's it, it's all really funny it's very very awesome obviously like you know 2020 took 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 a turn with uh with the pandemic and they haven't referenced that obviously because it was written in 2018 but it is still like it's it's a really uh a, a great revival of that show um and is very like you know it's very animaniacs as well which it's such a weird thing because i think tiny tunes is coming back on hbo max later this year and so like you have these like two semi you know the uh, Beloved, like I guess not semi-beloved, beloved classic uh, Warner Brothers uh, television shows that are like being on different streaming services, which is strange to me, and I I don't know why this one just wasn't on HBO Max. Maybe whenever they made the contract in 2018, they didn't anticipate having HBO Max or something. I don't know.
1: That's awesome. I'll have to check check it out. Uh, I love especially picking the brain, dude.
0: Those are the best because it's like the way that they, the episodes are structured right now is they'll do like the first, you know, five, ten, seven minutes of the uh, episode will be the Animaniacs. then the middle, like ten minutes will be like to Pinky and the Brain. And then the last like couple of minutes will be another sketch with the Animaniacs. And so like every episode so far has been, uh, you know, an, an awesome Pinky and the Brain brand new, like the animation being glorious, 2D animation, that sort of thing. It's awesome. Um, so love it, dude.
1: Nice. All right. Well, we have uh, we're gonna talk about WandaVision a little bit later, but first we have some news. Okay, John. We have a couple of uh, news items. The first one is a sad one. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is coming to an end after its upcoming eighth season. Frowny face. I had forgotten um, that they got canceled once before on Fox and then oh, moved yeah. to NBC. Oh, and yeah. uh, and um, it's it's exciting that they' they actually get to end the show on their own terms rather than just sure. getting just like flat out canceled in the middle of something
0: yeah I mean like hashtag save Brooklyn nine nine or like whatever like was happening at the time, and then like whenever they finally like were saved, it was like, oh my goodness, this is like you know another network picked them up somehow like what what on earth is ha- like what happened here um and uh, all uh, all the stars were like, oh man, the fans did this, and it was just you know it's a good time it's a hel- you know amazing time, and now it's ending again, Chris, but yeah. it's ending because they want it to end.
1: Uh, I don't know if it's because they want it to end. It's ending. <laughs> they're able to end it. Uh, like, yeah. they're able to end it. That's the thing. Like, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, Glow, uh, you know, Netflix got canceled. They were not mm. able to end that. And then, yeah, it, it honestly, like, it makes me, like, not even really want to watch. Like, if okay, if a show has has aired and mm-hmm. I know it didn't end well or yep. didn't end the way that they want to, I almost honestly I only don't really even want to watch it.
0: Yeah. Because you're like, oh, man, they're, you know, they're not going to be able to, like, close off this, tell like, Story or whatever yeah um, I think it's a very important thing, like whenever a show runs for a certain amount of time and whenever it's or or potentially whenever it's so beloved is to have like at least an episode where you say goodbye you know totally. to everybody
1: you yeah. know or like do a, a two hour movie or something like that, like you can wrap yeah. stuff up like that
0: yeah yeah it's just something some element of it you know it's like it, it harkens back to like the lost days where like it was gonna get canceled and they were like oh lord if we end it in two seasons and they're like okay let's let us let us let them end it in two seasons um right you know um and so they still left it up well i mean this still like you know it's like well how do you end this show like and it's like oh i don't, I don't know but at the very least we were all sitting inside of like some strange church and had the lights do <laughs> yes. the flickery thing and everybody disappeared or something.
1: I don't remember what happened at the end of that. <laughs> totally. But we said goodbye, Chris. We said goodbye. Uh, so yeah, that's a bummer, but I'm excited to for actually a new season. I, I feel like it's only it's been like so long since we had a new season of Brooklyn Nine Nine.
0: Yes, it has.
1: <laughs> More um, entertainment news. So The Last of Us has casts Joel and Ellie so yep. Ellie is going to be um, uh, Bella Ramsey there her it name. is uh, she was best known for uh, playing Lyanna Mormont in HBO's Game of Thrones in the final couple seasons she'll be she' be good I think uh the, the shocker to me is that Joel is being is being played by Pedro Pascal, who unbelievably is everywhere these days. Yes, (laughs) like literally. Like I think everyone's just kind of like, "Well, uh, who do we want for our show?" Pedro Pascal. Like, there's no other option anymore. Apparently, (laughs) I love. I love that. Like,
0: just the idea that, like, you know, people just like see the Mandalorian.
1: They're like, "Well, we got to get him." (laughs) Here's my problem. Uh, I mean, and he got around it for. Wonder Woman. We talked about it a little bit. He has such a unique voice mm. that, mm. like, honestly, I mean, he's gonna have to change it for this movie. Like, otherwise, you're I mean, just gonna be like, "That's the Mandalorian."
0: I feel like he's fully capable of 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 doing that because Agreed. of like things like Wonder Woman, and because of like he's in Narcos, and like, I mean, there's yeah, some Narcos things that I've seen. Sounds in.
1: exactly the same.
0: Yeah, Narcos. He sounds pretty much the same. <laughs> but, like you know, but like it's it's. I feel like he's he's fully on like capable of doing that, which I'm, I'm totally down with the other comparison between this and like Mandalorian is that like the last of us, like seen a lot of people talk about, Oh, you're faring like a, uh, a child around like a, you know, no, it's that's just true. like the Mandalorian. He's like, <laughs> We that's need
1: ridiculous. To, we
0: we need like someone who's a hardened, you know, person, but also that lovable. Doesn't have yeah, but also like love, lovable, and has a heart, and to take a kid from point A to point B, <laughs> and like you know, help them
1: survive. Oh my goodness, <laughs> teach hilarious. them
0: things. You know, who are we gonna cast? Pedro Pascal. <laughs>
1: I also kind of find it funny that like we're going to get the Last of Us movie before an Uncharted movie that we've been talking about for even longer, Dude. and and would be seemingly easier to get made and cast and all the things. Like,
0: Maybe, but, but like I, I feel like Last of Us has the benefit, isn't it? It's a show, right? Like or a miniseries? Oh, I thought
1: on mm, I I HBO. It. No, um, it isn't. Hang on, I'm going to look it up. Look it up. Yeah, I thought it was a movie. I mean, if well, it's a I show like that, that makes, that makes sense, if it's like a show, for some reason, those are easier to get made, I guess, even though they're actually going to take like longer to, to do. Uh,
0: yeah. So it's a series. Okay. Is what this uh, says, so Interesting. it's like, it's, it's multiple things for HBO here. Um, I'm trying to see, see if it's like a mini series of like, Hey, it's going to be this many episodes and that's it. You know, or if it's like literally just ongoing, like walking dead or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it just it just says series,
1: so who knows how long it's going to be. Not many series. Wow, that's wild. Dang man, dude, he's just like he's just grabbing things left and right. I love it. I love it. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. It's just like man, <laughs> everybody, everybody. I know. I'm, I'm just excited, man. I'm just excited. Um, I'm going to read this article. This is by Rebecca Valentine. This is a new news item uh, from IGN uh, titled "Ubisoft is moving away from reliance on triple A releases." Um, Ubisoft doesn't want to be as reliant on AAA game releases as it has in the past and will instead look more closely at free-to-play games and its back catalog to make money. In an earnings call today following the company's Q3 financial results, the publisher said that its plans for fiscal 2022, the period from April 2021 through March 2022, included three AAA game releases, but that in the future, Ubisoft didn't want AAA games to be the focus of its business model. Hmm. We, uh, this is quote, we said for a number of years that our normal template is to come with either three or four AAA games, so we'll stick to that plan for fiscal 2022, said CFO Frederick Dugit. Quote, but we see that there are progressively continuously, but we see that we are progressively continuously moving from a model that used to be only focused on AAA releases to a model where we have a combination of strong releases from AAA and strong back catalog dynamics. What does that mean? But also co- complementing our program of new releases with free-to-play and other premium experiences, end quote. Have they, they, ever, went, ha- have they had a bunch of remasters? I am so I was trying to think. I don't think so. Like, they remastered uh, Assassin's Creed 3 yeah, like, yeah. a couple <laughs> years ago, but I can't imagine that was like a huge driver of their business. He went on to specify that the company had a number of titles, AAA and otherwise, in the pipeline, naming Far Cry 6, Rainbow Six Quarantine, Skull and Bones, Riders Republic and the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake, and Roller Champions. He also nodded to a previously unannounced Assassin's Creed mobile game planned to come to China with the help of Ubisoft investor Tencent, which he said was a part of the company ramping up its investment and interest in free-to-play games, especially on mobile. Mm-hmm. Mobile currently makes up about 9% of the company's total business. Quote, in fiscal 2022, we will continue our evolution from a AAA release-centric model toward a model where AAA stands alongside new premium and free-to-play initi- innovative experiences across platforms. These diverse experiences will feed on each other through complementary gameplay and business models, Dugit said. Notably, there wasn't a single mention on the call about Ubisoft's pre- free-to-play Battle Royale Hyperscape, which flopped tremendously at launch and is currently undergoing an over, un, an overhaul. Elsewhere in the call, CEO, I forget, I forget how to pronounce his name, Eve uh, Gam? Yes. Also noted that the company's back catalog, or its already released games that are still bringing in revenue long term, will also play a heavier role in the company's revenues in the future and already are. As an example, six year old Rainbow Six Siege added 15 million new players in the last 12 months, growing to 70 million total players since launch and is still a major revenue driver for the publisher. Quote, we are continuing to move toward an increasingly pronounced recurrence of our revenues on the back of growing audiences. Therefore, we expect our highly profitable back catalog to account for an even larger share of our business going forward. Hmm. Said Gumon. Ubisoft has struggled in recent years to get its AAA game releases out in a timely manner with the publisher delaying Rainbow Six Quarantine, Gods and Monsters, and Watchdog Legion a year out from their intended release during a 2019 earnings call, then pushing quarantine again the following year alongside Far Cry 6 and delaying its upcoming Avatar game into 2022. And that's not to mention whatever's going on with Skull and Bones, which has been delayed multiple times and seems to have been rebooted entirely mid-development game's not coming out, man. No. Meanwhile, Ubisoft's (laughs) financials indicate that games like Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Far Cry 5, The Crew 2, Anno 1800, and older Just Dance games, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and aforementioned Rainbow Six Siege are still doing meaningful numbers for the company, meaning it doesn't necessarily need to churn out multiple blockbusters a year to keep making money. Though, based on Assassin's Creed Valhalla's launch sales breaking records, it certainly doesn't hurt.
0: Hmm. So that's interesting. So yeah. like so the idea that it's not remasters. We're not talking about like back catalog IP like the same way that um that like you would you would think about like oh, we're going to remaster or remake like a Resident Evil game or something like that. Like they're not thinking about it in the ways that Capcom is thinking about it. They're thinking about it in the ways of like okay, these games that are 3 or 4 years old still sell super well right now. So, like, in that instance, it makes me think, like, the idea of having these unified consoles where it's, like, uh, console generations where it's, like, every every game that you play on your PS4, you can play on your PS5 almost. Like, that will actually, like, help the companies make more money because the these games have a longer tail, especially the ones that have, like regular content like games of service or like content updates and that sort of thing uh, they, they've had just as many failures uh at that as they have successes in a lot of ways like the division feels like you know as far as that goes like the division one was like it was it was well regarded and that sort of thing division two like i think they said in some like uh some investors call or something like that where they didn't it didn't meet their expectations
1: necessarily, but their expectations were probably ridiculously high um, yeah, I think like we talked about that at the time where it was like you know you you're 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 expecting like everyone in their and their best friend to play this game, and it's like right. that's just, it's only gonna appeal to a certain number of people and sure. it was a great game and they're still supporting yeah. it, which is awesome, right. so it's yeah. obviously like you know uh worth it for them, but uh yeah it, it seems like. In recent years, they, they have, have viewed their AAA releases almost as failures.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and in so many ways, like those continue to sell, and and so like you see them now, and they're like, oh, we're gonna like continue to focus on those, and they reference like the Mario Plus Rabbits Kingdom Battle, which is a fantastic game, and that's you know it did did well at the time, but it like it continues to be on the top of the charts every time it goes onto a like a half off sale or something like that, they're still getting you know thirty dollars per per purchase on that. And it hits like on the eShop. It usually, as soon as there's a sale, it'll just go right to number one slot, you know? And it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. And and There's also some,
1: something to be said about like, you know, the Assassin's Creed games, they, they take so long to finish that it's like, (sighs) well, I mean, I don't want one a year anymore. You know, like they're, they're, they're over twice as long as they used to be.
0: Mm and they continuously update them too like i mean there's content in odyssey that like you know while i've played the majority of that game and like could wrap it up or whatever but the dlc for that like i could probably keep going for another 100 hours beyond like what it would take to finish the game so it's yeah i mean they continuously like update these old games and things like that so why would they need to like put out another uh, assassin's creed if it's like if hey this new update's going to get just as much buzz or or whatever as the new thing um right. Obviously, like uh, people with n- brand new consoles in the fall, whenever like Assassin's Creed Valhalla is supposedly like this big, like technical showpiece, it's like, oh man, if you want a game that looks good on your Xbox Series X, get that game. Um, that only accounts for however many sales there are of the those consoles. Um, and then obviously the, the other people like on past gen that are like, oh, I'm just gonna buy the game now and upgrade it later. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it seems like uh, th- that's not a bad strategy to, like, double down with. The part of this that weirds me out a little bit is the free-to-play stuff, because it's like, again, I was like, do they have any free-to-play games? And even there, they talk about it only being, like, 9% of their, uh, of their revenue but there are other markets in the world like the uh the chinese market where like free to play games are like huge and things like that and and even like call of duty or whatever like that has like has had like experiments in like free to play call of duty games that specifically come out in that region and and uh and, and are pretty successful so just a, a fascinating thing to kind of look at what they're talking about in this investor call. We're like, oh, you know, we're going to do the free to play thing. I'm hoping that they're more talking, like, oh, let's, rather than transitioning all of these other resources that go AAA to free to play, I'm hoping that that's like, oh, well, that's a, an additional market that we're getting into. Like, it's a new thing. It doesn't sound like rather it. Rather than taking away. It from, doesn't sound yeah. it sounds
1: like they're going to like decrease, you know, like in this year, they're going to stand alongside. And then in the future, they mm-hmm. will decrease the amount yeah. of AAA investment that they make.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's what I'm afraid of a little bit, you know. I mean, where it's, it becomes a, it becomes a like because I'm not a huge free to play kind of a person, other than Apex Legends or Warzone or whatever. Maybe that's that's what they're thinking of. I don't know. I I, uh, I kind of
1: I, it makes me be like, okay, you think about who are the the biggest AAA developers? You know, think about E3 in recent years. You know, Ubisoft, EA, Act, not even Activision because they only have their own conference. Sure. Uh, Ubisoft, EA uh, used to be Bethesda, but now Bethesda is uh, Microsoft. Enix maybe. Square, but you know, like
0: Capcom. I mean, they don't. Capcom, I mean, Square's the only one, who, other one who has a conference, and it's not usually a big conference.
1: I like. I honestly kind of think that like we're gonna start relying more and more on each individual platform's game studios, mm. especially whenever you see things like MLB the Show, which actually we didn't talk about this on the podcast, but MLB the Show, you know, PlayStation games is gonna be on multi platforms. Yeah. Um, Things like uh, things like Minecraft, you know, developed by Microsoft, Mojang, but Microsoft owned by Microsoft, multiple platforms. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. We are fast approaching a world, you know, you can play Call of Duty multi-platform with between Xbox and PlayStation. We're fast approaching a world where it doesn't necessarily matter where you play your games because most of the time you're going to be able to play cross-platform, even for quote-unquote games, game exclusives coming from that platform's. Uh, studios,
0: sure, sure, fascinating, man. I, I, it's just such a such a strange thing to like because Ubisoft has been like, oh man, the single player kind mm-hmm. of, you yeah. know, or like, or like, I guess campaign because they have a co op. You know, Division is like multiplayer, but it's like co op and stuff. They've also announced like the whole Star Wars, like they're developing a Star Wars game, and it's just like I, I kind of expected in my brain for them to just continue down this path of like. We're making the biggest games with the like with the the best uh narratives or like, you know, these big oh, big worlds, big things, you because, know? like that's what I view them as. Whereas EA I always go, okay, it's sports games, it's it's Titanfall, it's like those types of things. Um, and then I think about, you know, the the different platform holders, you know, as like whatever they want to do. Um, but like Ubisoft, I've always thought of them as just like these big open world kind of uh developer. And I guess that's just not not gonna be, you know, as accurate in the future weird man
1: well that's the news all right john it's time to talk about wandavision we're gonna jump in with spoilers right away big spoilers yeah so like just if you haven't seen wandavision or you don't want to talk about it or uh you know just (laughs) i don't want to talk about it i don't don't want to talk about it uh just leave right now
0: I can't imagine somebody who has has watched it, is caught up, not going to be spoiled or whatever, And then, but they're like, no, I don't want to talk about it. I well, we're, we're going to talk
1: specifically... Spoilers! <laughs> specifically about, in the latest episode, Quicksilver shows up. But yeah. it's not the Quicksilver from uh, Age of Ultron. Thank goodness. It's, it's the Quicksilver from the X-Men universe. <laughs>
0: oh, my goodness. I, uh... Like I, my mind was because I knew who it was gonna be. I already guessed correctly. Where I was like, well, we can't do this whole like episode thing without like, Quicksilver showing up. We've referenced him like four times, like, Chekhov's gun and all of that, you know. Um, <laughs> but like, we uh, whenever he shows up and he opens the door and it's and it's the other guy. I was like, wait a second, that's the that's the X Men.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, and and that that's that's what we're gonna talk about, John. That opens a door that was previously closed, but it's not entirely closed because Disney now owns Fox, and so all of that is technically accessible to this universe. Yeah. Do you think that that they will combine the MCU as we know it Mm. and the X-Men universe as we know it? Hmm. Because you, you think about there I don't know how many actual characters have like actually cr- were in both places other than Quicksilver and maybe one other?
0: No, I think it was, it was just him and Scarlet Witch, uh him and Wanda. Um, so who is
1: Scarlet Witch in in the X-Men universe?
0: <sighs> so she was in um she was in whatever that last the, the Days of Future Past or something like that. Like she was in that one. Um, But she was like one of the younger characters. So like she Mm. hasn't ever been like a main, main like character. So um, you could just take her has, you
1: know, basically say, okay, in this version um, now, or like in this world that one is creating and smashing together or whatever she's doing, uh, (laughs) all all of a sudden these are both the same universe.
0: Man, and so, like, there's parts of me that are, like, super, like, I'm, like, so in for that. Because, like, that means that we could potentially have Hugh Jackman Mm, as Wolverine with the Avengers. Like, that just, like, ooh, it gives me chills just thinking about it. I'm just like, ooh, you know, that's, like, like the dream. Because he said before, like, he's like, man, maybe I would come back if I could be in an Avenger. An Avenger, yeah. You know? Um, But, like... Ah man, like it's it's just uh, there's so much about the X Men universe that I'm just so confused by. Like, well, yeah, I mean, like it it's, is a, it's it a is lot a of mess. bad, man. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of, a, bad, it a
1: lot of bad. It's a lot of mess. It's like a lot of timelines that don't make any sense that they've tried to make sense of, um, but never really succeeded at. The
0: mm-hmm.
1: the pieces that I would like are the what you're talking about are like okay, well, we could have. Uh, Patrick Stewart as an old magnet <sighs> or not magneto an old Xavier
0: ah oh, my goodness interacting yes. with
1: someone like Bruce banner or um and, and like see like what would what would happen if if he could you know he he was or magneto was 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 fighting the Avengers that'd be amazing it'd be amazing the thing about okay, so the thing
0: about some of the x men and integrating that into this universe there's a lot of um like so for for instance, like Magneto, like his, his whole thing, like one of his whole backstories is, is that he was in, uh, he's a Holocaust survivor in World War II. And so the further and further we get away from uh, that in the, the MCU timeline, the more you're going to have to go back in time and retroactively put mutants into the past somehow or merge universes together like you're talking about. So like this would be an interesting way to do it, to merge universes would be to have like something like this happen, and he just kind of pops over.
1: Right. That, um, that's, that's really, I guess like what, what I think like is more likely to happen rather than the, because you're right. In order to you know uh, recast the X-Men and pull them into this universe, you either need to a pull their origin stories into the yeah. future. Yeah. Uh, or which is not necessarily unheard of, no, just, and
0: it's not and in some characters aren't so like uh tied to their like their their backstory totally. as
1: like magneto, but or you pull them into the current timeline by like smashing universes together, which would would serve two purposes number one would kind of like continue the timeline of x men and saying, well, this is the timeline now the new timeline like it's like it just continued into this timeline uh mm all that can still be true or mm. whatever it is. But now yeah. these characters are here. It gives some fan, some fan like uh, recognition and some reasons like to actually still care about the X-Men characters that you loved, like Wolverine and Xavier yeah, yeah. and Magneto and Quicksilver.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, so I'm, I'm the way we're talking about it. I'm more on board with it than I was before we started talking about this because like initially I was just like, man, the X-Men, like, come <laughs> on. Come on, you know, because, like, Wolverine, the first Wolverine movie, the solo Wolverine movie, it's like, yeah, there's some some cool, like, action moments with him, but, like, that aside, the story is complete nonsense. Well, know? and it's,
1: it's kind of, like, honestly, like, you know, the thing that makes sense in my mind, you know, they always talk about how Marvel is, is done in phases, and I don't know, I forget, is this phase four or five or something like that, that we're technically in? I have no in? idea. That's a good question. But, like, if we're not that far, this is the first... This is the first show. I think technically the the beginning of it was the last Spider Man movie. And then now yeah. it's this show. And the last yeah. Spider Man movie was wrapping up, honestly, like everything from in game and all that kind of junk. And this still is dealing with it and, and wrapping mm. it up and kind of showing mm-hmm. what, what the ramifications were. But mm. like it's also opening the door to what could potentially, like, what are the other, what are the other, uh, we talked about it, like, what are the other Marvel stuff they just announced? Well, so there's a lot of stuff that we
0: have, like, it got delayed, 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 obviously. But, like, so we technically should have already seen, like, Black Widow, and that would technically be in this, but it's, like, in the past. So it's, like, does it even matter? Like, I don't think it matters for the story of the MCU moving forward, um, other than maybe introducing some characters that will show up.
1: But we don't know, uh, yeah. Later
0: on, you know? As, there's as, got to as be a reason like, that, th- that that's a there. A new Black Widow.
1: But whenever we're looking at, okay, like, something like. Um, Multiverse fantastic, of Madness. Is fantastic the one fantastic that I think Four. Of. Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, this is leading into Multiverse of Madness, supposedly. And yeah. so, like, okay, if, we ha- if we're talking about multiple universes, that would make sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it just kind of depends on, like, what is the outcome of Multiverse of Madness? Do we, uh, does everything go back the way it was? Or do we kind of like mix up timelines and then all of a sudden we have characters in here that weren't here previously?
0: That's a good that's a good question too cuz like if if this is doing that then you know it feels like if it and I feel like that that's what they want us to think right now so like part of me is like the next episode or like two episodes from now, or by the end of this series, like it's going to completely be something else because it's like the, whenever you open that door and he's there, you're like, Oh man, is it going to be smashing universes together? And maybe it doesn't do that at the end. Maybe that's the twist or maybe that's like, you know, they want you to think that now and, and speculate about that now, but later on they're going to like completely un- undo that. Um, or it's just going to be cause, cause to me it's like, I don't understand what what's happening inside of that, like hexagon anyway. Right. Um, I, it's like she, the clothes were like transforming so is it is it this is a character like this is a, somebody who was originally there and she's just changed him into her brother you know it's like
1: i mean that would be, be weird i mean be yeah, maybe strange. but like that seems
0: odd but, but why change him into this version of her her brother exactly that seems strange. well and
1: she she like it, like when when she saw him it looked like she Recognized him, but not, she, she was like, this, "This is weird." You know, like it, she, she wasn't yeah. like completely on board with it. And right. so, like, we know that this isn't like her brother, brother. You know, right? And
0: so that's what leads me also, like, it's like I'm not sure that this is completely her either. Like, is it? it you know, it's, it's got to have some other element in there because there, there's an element of chaos to this where it's like she, an element that she doesn't control. Um, and all we really know is like, whenever the guy got like, whenever Vision, you know, freed the person, he was like she's you know she's hurting me or whatever so it's like all yeah, we know is that she it may not be Wanda she it could mm, just be
1: a different she you know oh, I didn't think about that dude that was a, that's you're blowing my mind right now so
0: I mean it's 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 still in my a question in my brain and then like the kids it's like are the kids real did she like literally take somebody else's kids and transmorph them into her kids I mean but you like, would what?
1: assume that they are real because that she births them
0: yeah but like how does it and how does that work because like Vision's I mean, I dead right <laughs>
1: Well, we don't know that either. Like, because supposedly, like, I mean, I, I know she kind of like flashbacked and saw him as dead, but yeah. like, uh, for all we know, we she brought him back to life, found some way to brought him, bring him back to life somehow. Because there yeah. was a there was a comment way earlier in um, Infinity War whenever they they said you know they were talking about Vision and he's he's a combination of Tony and um, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, what's his face Jarvis. And magic and the the stone the all like stone, yeah. the mind stone all smashed together, and I think they said something about like if you remove one doesn't necessarily mean you remove the others, and so like whatever mm. whatever gave him life in the first place, all she would have to do is like fix that. Now I don't know, like we don't know, is if he re- leaves the the hex if he gets out of there, if he's actually mm. still alive.
0: Well, and then, yeah, cause like he does have like autonomy within there. Cause he's doing things that like, somebody's not controlling this. Like, cause they're trying right. to like, they're trying
1: to manipulate him. So clearly he has some element of like free will in there. Well, yeah. Um, like, well, I mean, and that's the, the funny, that's the weird thing. And I like, I do think Wanda at least thinks she has control of things in there. Sure. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe you're right. And she doesn't actually have control, but she, she believes she does. Mm-hmm. And, but like, he is still sentient enough, like he he is he he has thoughts independent of her. Sure. In order for him to like operate independently of that, and then uh, supposedly now, so does, um, so does uh, uh, Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. It also makes me wonder, like, okay, the I can't remember her name, the the agent who went in there, um, uh, who got kicked back out. She said something about. Um, about her brother uh, in Ultron. Like that wasn't oh, something that yeah. she would, if she was controlling her, she would have let her say. So like, was she really even mm. controlling her?
0: Mm. That's a good question. Yeah. That's, that's a really good question if she was controlling Monica or not. Like, cause like w- whenever she was in there, uh, she seems to be out of place. Like, cause whenever she right. first encountered uh, Wanda, like they, they kind of like had a rapport immediately. Cause both of them were like out of place a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, I don't really know what I'm doing here at this meeting. And she's like, I neither do I. You know? And like, it's like, it became this funny thing, but it's like, at what point did Monica get, her free will back, you know. Well, the somehow. weird the
1: weird thing is, like, it does seem like there is there is some level of free will because, like, even whenever like that episode, whenever like she kicked Monica out, mm. the neighbors were sitting there talking about like, is she in there? She doesn't fit in here. She doesn't have a house, and she's yeah, not. She doesn't belong like, here. She, they knew she, that she didn't belong here, and <laughs> and that, but that wasn't necessarily a thought that Wanda was putting in their head.
0: Hmm. Man, yeah, because like, because yeah, and in fact, like, whenever Wanda got like wise to it, she immediately like fixed it, like she she kicked her out, right? Because it's like, so it's like if she was control, like she would have known what they knew already, right? Totally, yeah, you would think if
1: she, (laughs) you would think if they are like mind melded, basically,
0: right? Right, interesting, man. It's just such a strange such a strange thing that's going on here and i'm i'm very intrigued where it goes the thing with the multiverse in here goes like where if if it truly does pull over things i feel like this is a this and then potentially the multiverse of madness is a way that they can pick and choose what they want to bring over and Mm -hmm. leave all of the baggage behind totally Um, which i love and completely mcuify everything yeah um yeah, I mean, and it could potentially retroactively put mutants into this world, which I'm also okay with, you know, because that's right. uh, I, I like the 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 story of the mutants. I like how they interface with a lot of the Avengers and stuff. So
1: it would also make sense why, like, I think recently there was some news that um, whenever Disney bought Fox, they scrapped the script and plans for uh, Deadpool three. They're still going to do a Deadpool three, but the Deadpool right. three was going to be a like a buddy uh buddy road trip movie with Deadpool and Wolverine which would be awesome mm, but be it, awesome but it, if they're if they're planning on you know pulling Deadpool into this universe in some you know weird way then it would make sense okay we're just gonna like scrap that and do something completely different
0: sure sure well and then and then that also like it it makes sense Deadpool being like this uh, meta kind of a, like oh talks to the camera sometimes or like he's you know he's being the way that he is it makes sense within WandaVision more than it makes sense within any of the other MCU movies yeah um, because of the fact of like oh the, what is reality is being played with at this point where it's like we haven't really necessarily played with that in the MCU before mm-hmm. and you know, I I like that. I like that aspect of things, where it's you know that's what Deadpool's all about. Is like, what's real? What's you know, what's complete
1: fabrication? Who knows? Totally. You know. Well, and I and I honestly like um, we, we've ever since they bought Fox, we've wondered like, okay, what are they going to do with these characters? Because like I I fully expect them to pull the X Men characters into the MCU somehow. Like oh those, yeah. those characters are just too popular and uh too cool not to pull in. It's just always been a question of how they're going to do it and when. And like honestly, like this is the best how I think that I Mm
0: -hmm.
1: could think of, where it's like we just pull them in as is and Mm -hmm. start to use them in the MCU rather than having to have origin stories for them all again and, (laughs) you know, and on and on and on.
0: Yeah. 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 Where it's like, you know what the central conflict of the world is between X-Men and like the government and things like that. You you should understand this by We've seen
1: their origin stories like multiple times now, you know? Yeah, Yeah.
0: And, and because of that, it's like, if they pull them over here, I just hope they start, you know, telling stories with them similar to like, whenever we've pulled over, like, like Wanda is a great example. We didn't really have an origin story for Wanda. She just showed up in age of Ultron, which, you well, know, we did,
1: we, we knew like they explored it in there with like the, right. the, the experience on her and her brother and all that. Kind of. so, right. Like we did have an origin story, but it just wasn't it like wasn't their like, own movie. Like,
0: Right yeah it we didn't take up it didn't occupy a ton of space but that's like, the, I don't like, I don't want seen... it to necessarily Yeah exactly Yeah exactly but I, that's what I mean is like I would rather them do like introduce the X-Men in that way where oh, it's like I see what you're saying. let's let's retell their backstories as like a, a footnote to this yes, other yes. thing that's happening you know yes. let's pull them and start using them and then tell their like tell their you know whatever the new origin story is or like the 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 retrofitted origin story on top
1: of you know what's going on so Totally totally I agree with that it's crazy man um i uh, I'm excited to see where we go with it and what like what implications it has for the future of the MCU
0: yeah me too man me too i'm I'm excited i uh this is this series has gotten me like r- r- more excited about the MCU than I was f- probably for like prior like just prior to like Endgame where everything was like winding down and stuff. And it's like, oh, how is it going to end? But it still is its kind of a bummer because it's like, well, it's going to end, you know? Um, and then this is like reigniting that interest of like, what's going to happen? And so that's the phase that I'm i am excited about where it's like, oh, anything can happen at this point. And, totally. uh, you know, that's, that's an exciting place to be with this universe that we've loved for so
1: long. Yeah, man. All right. Well, um, that's it for this week. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about next week, but we'll talk about something. We'll talk about it. <laughs> and maybe WandaVision again. By the again. Way, Chris, Who knows? Huh. we got some good feedback about the
0: whole, you know, it's like, oh, you guys can do whatever you want with the, uh, you know, chasing the the, the, the rabbits.
1: Oh. Like last week's
0: episode. Nice. You know? So pe- people liked it, Chris. Okay.
1: All right. Well, we'll keep doing that. Um, you can find us online at stayintrogetpodcast.com on social at chrisite two five zero. And John writes seven seven seven, and at Stay on Target Pod, please go to your podcast service of a choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on Target. On Target.